0: pirates versus tyrants this is the tom wren show where we practice piracy on the enemies of freedom and liberty welcome to the show everybody i hope you're having a great day as we consider uh the possibility of world war iii and i might argue it's already underway hopefully it does not turn kinetic yeah, I'm looking today, and wow, just wow. The uh, the headline here in the Daily Mail, Kremlin threatens use of nuclear weapons in retaliation for drone strike on Moscow skyscrapers. Putin ally warns there is no other way out after attack on business district that closed Russian airspace and left one injured. This, folks, is the story of the day. And let me tell you what it really is about. Okay. So understand something. Ukraine is meaningless to the United States. There's no strategic value whatsoever. They're nothing other than a money laundering hub for globalists and uh, a piggy bank for Soros and his crew. And there's really absolutely no reason we should care about Ukraine. Russia doesn't want a war with the United States and America. There's just no value right? There's nothing in Ukraine other than uh, Burisma and Biden's payoffs. Ukraine has always been a garbage country. Uh, they have they literally, folks, here's the thing. Zelensky has Nazis in his military. There's a Nazi regiment in the military. The, even the New York Times has said that it's problematic that there's so many Nazi symbols and Nazi this and Nazi that in the Ukrainian military. These people are rotten to the core, uh, and it's a mind-blowingly ridiculous thing, right? So these guys, they are—they're—they're uh, they're not a good country. They're not good people. They're—they're they're rotten, and you know they decide that they're going to pick a fight with Russia, which didn't go well, and has continued to not go well. And we keep propping them up as nothing more than a distraction. Ukraine is a distraction no strategic value for the united states but the problem with this distraction is this distraction is putting at risk of global war and i mean in a very literal sense of the term so this lunatic Zelensky, he has no chance of winning right he everybody on the planet knows that Zelensky, no matter how many people help him cannot win this war uh short of the US actually going to war on the ground there which we don't want to do there is nothing that could be done to help him win this war against Russia okay they, they just he can't win it everybody knew that including him but zelensky doesn't care right zelensky knows that what's going to happen by being at war with russia are two things one his people in this country is going to be just lamb basted zelensky knows this it's been nonstop, right? So for the last several years, we've had nonstop attacks. And uh, his, his people, they're losing. They're losing ground. They continue to lose ground. And they lose ground as fast as Russia wants them to. It's not a close fight. But he keeps going. Why? Well, because the other thing he knows is that despite the fact that his people are suffering and dying, Zelensky doesn't care because we keep sending him checks. The United States government keeps sending more and more money and more and more of this, and we keep propping him up personally. And Zelensky is such a piece of crap that he's willing to let his people and his country die so that he can keep getting checks. Now, do you think that all this money that we're sending to Ukraine is ever seeing the Ukrainian people? Can you show me any evidence whatsoever of anything useful that's come from this money? No. We sent billions and billions of dollars. Where's it all going? It's not going to the people they're miserable and starving no no make no mistakes they do put up some fake things here and there for photo ops but by and large anybody doing any real reporting on the ground can see that there's nothing good i've looked into this folks that that we're not spending any money for anything good for the people we're enriching the globalist elite that are taking bribes from there and enriching Zelensky and his cronies in the government so this whole thing in Ukraine has been corrupt from the beginning and will continue to be corrupt. That's not going to change. That said, we have to keep it going. Why do we have to keep it going, right? Well, this really, the reality of what's going on in, in Ukraine is that it's a great cover for Biden's corruption. So you know we have historically seen this every time there're serious political on uh, you know comings and goings in the United States eh, we just happen to find a war to be get involved in right we use our military as a uh, political toy so we get into some sort of a war that's usually meaningless has no strategic value and we uh, we use it to promote whatever political nonsense that is the military industrial complex you know going back to vietnam And i got a real problem with the protesters in vietnam so the vietnam protesters were protesting soldiers and calling them baby killers the problem is is that the people that were protesting didn't understand that our soldiers weren't the problem our soldiers have always been heroes they're still heroes our soldiers the brass the military industrial complex the people that run our military are the problems They've been starting wars and getting us involved with wars, and our soldiers die, other soldiers die, everybody dies. But, uh, but the elite get richer and more powerful. This has been happening for decades in the United States. Now, right and left is less important on this than you think, and let me explain why. Our fellow Americans, right wing, left wing, middle of the road, most of us don't like war. But what we've been what's happened is the military industrial complex has figured out that we need to divide the American people. So we've divided them into the pro war hawks and the anti war uh well, whatever. So here's the thing though. The pro war hawks, and I, I used to count myself as part of this, right? I used to be, you know, anything military is a good thing. Uh, But, you know, we all believe that we're supporting our soldiers and the heroes that are out there fighting. And we should. Every single person in America should support our soldiers. The problem is, is that, and and I have to give credit to the lefties where it's due, and it's rare that I find anything to give them credit on, but there's a reality. The anti-war people may have been too stupid to know why they were anti-war, but they weren't wrong. There were some very educated activists, even back going to the the Vietnam era, who were anti-war, who realized that the war was actually a military industrial complex. It was actually about feeding that military industrial machine, the same machine that created COVID, by the way. In Ukraine, we have a, a huge, huge trough For the hogs that feed from the military-industrial complex, that's what's occurring in Ukraine. Uh, There is no one that's being benefited by Ukraine other than Zelensky, his Nazis, and uh, the, the elites. So we've got this war over there that we're not doing anything in. It's not being helpful. It's just causing death and chaos, and thank God our soldiers aren't involved in it. And the people on the left that traditionally opposed all war have been largely quieted on this because it's Biden's war, 100%. And unfortunately, a lot of them are too dumb to realize that it's not a Democrat or Republican thing. It's a uniparty thing that's used by the military industrial complex. That is what is happening here. The military industrial complex wants Biden, does not want Donald Trump. What? Now we got Trump in here. What is Wren saying? Has he lost his mind? No, I haven't lost my mind. Hear me out, folks. This proxy war that we're fighting in Ukraine is being done really and being kept alive to distract from what's going on domestically. Here's, here's a good example. I've been watching this and I'm seeing this every every time uh, we can't find another better distraction story, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, uh, you know, Hunter smoking crack or Yeah, uh, yeah, whatever. There's always another distraction story that's meaningless. But every time that happens, that uh, they can't find a great distraction story and there's something really bad going on, we see something big in Ukraine. Why? Well, because that's going to get some headlines. So what happens now, right? We've got Jack Smith just completely violating the law. I don't know what else to say about it. It is my opinion that Jack Smith is guilty of some of the most egregious prosecutorial misconduct I've seen in history. This guy, should they should be looking at his license, and they should be looking at whether or not he should be allowed to practice law anymore, and probably should be looking at jail time. That's my opinion. Uh, Well, he's doing all this stuff, and it's flopping, right? Every time he attacks Donald Trump, Donald Trump's poll numbers go up. That's not how it's supposed to work, right? Now he's trying to figure out what he can do. He tries this tape stuff and this additional stuff, they thought that they were going to be able to spin that, except for the fact that it doesn't work because it's all a lie. Everything Jack Smith does is a lie, one of the most corrupt pieces of garbage on the planet. So, what happens? You know, all this, all these attacks on Trump are backfiring. So, what do they do? Well, suddenly, you, Ukraine decides to launch a drone strike on Moscow, of all places. Now, I don't know, you know, what it's going to take before Putin decides to just blow this Zelensky uh, piece of garbage up. I mean, clearly, he's most of the problem. But, you know, this is really just stupid. Ukraine can't win this war. All they're doing with this is making people mad, and they are running a risk of escalating this to nuclear retaliation. Which, frankly, they're trying to earn. Now, isn't the timing amazing? As all this stuff is going on in the United States, all the corruption, Jack Smith, this, that, and other. And remember, they don't have to win the popular opinion on the Jack Smith indictment. If they can fraudulently keep Donald Trump out of the race by claiming that he actually did something insurrection-ish, well, you know, and, and getting some sort of a felony conviction that would prohibit him from running for president, well, that's, that takes care of it, doesn't it? That's how you take care of this but it's so politically unpopular because donald trump is so wildly popular that it's not working well they need distractions well enter ukraine enter a drone strike on the capital of the soviet uh, the former soviet union russia and uh buildings that you know why why would they attack these buildings right why would they attack buildings that have residential? And yes, they have, uh, they apparently have certain uh, governmental offices in them, but why? What value, what do you think that's going to do anything other than make them mad? I mean, you, oh, Russia's going to go away now. They're afraid of Zelensky and his, you know, three drones. What is that going to do? See, there's no strategic. Logic to what they did. This is distraction. This is because Biden's numbers are so bad that Biden and his bribery buddies in Ukraine have decided that they need further distraction. So they're willing to start a nuclear war if Biden can get out of uh, you know taking responsibility for anything. There is. Let's think about this, folks. You've got a country that has completely lost this war, despite backing from all sorts of major nations around the world, despite billions of dollars and tons of ammo. Zelensky is losing. I I mean, he's lost. It's over. There's no real war here. This is like guerrilla war fighting back against the Russians. There's not even a real legitimate war going on. Why would you have drone strikes against the capital of a country that can wipe you out with the blink of an eye? Why would you do that? And here's the thing, understand this, the reason they haven't taken Zelensky out is us protection, right? uh, you know, if Putin really wanted Zelensky gone, Zelensky would not be here. He would be bombed off the planet personally. But Zelensky keeps taking bribes and doing what the globalists want, and Putin knows that eliminating Zelensky could cause more political issues than the war. So... What's going on here? What really is happening here? Well, what's going on here is we have a proxy war between globalists and Russia being fought by Joe Biden, who keeps getting bought off by everybody. We're risking nuclear war because we're pushing Russia farther than what we should, right? Now, Russia, at some point, is going to say, we've had enough, and they're going to turn the Ukraine into a nice little bead of glass. Uh, And, you know, who can blame them? How much of this crap do they have to deal with? And the thing is, is Russia knows darn well that this is all about American corruption and the American military-industrial complex. He knows exactly that this is part of the WEF plan. They know exactly what's going on. This is, uh, this is something that's a really, really high-risk, high-stakes game. And as Klaus Schwab said, the, there's, the winner takes all in the fourth industrial revolution. That's what's occurring here, right? We're risking global war. We're risking nuclear war. And what happens if, you, if Ukraine does get bombed? What if Russia does say, okay, we've had enough. We're taking uh, Zelensky out. We're taking Ukraine out. They're done. There's nothing we or anybody else can do to stop that. I'm sorry, we don't. We can't. Our military has been depleted and destroyed by Joe Biden, and we simply don't have the capacity to stop a, a proxy war in Ukraine. We, we lose that war every time. It's just the way it is. And no one likes to think about this, but this is the reality, folks. Joe Biden's been destroying our military and our strength for years. I mean, our, our, our military's weakened, our soldiers are heroes, they'll fight, they'll do what they got to do. And I certainly believe they could defend the homeland, but in terms of going to Ukraine and fighting a proxy war against Russia, I don't think we got a chance. I think it's a bad idea. And I hope that makes you as uncomfortable as it makes me. Yeah, the U.S., the, the global superpower, the big, powerful U.S., yeah, we've, we've abdicated that. Makes me sick, but, you know, it is what it is. It's time to start realizing what we've done. And this is what happens when you let Joe Biden and uh, Barack Obama continue to run this nation. So, folks, as we look at this, this is a distraction. It's a distraction to, to pull us away from what's going on. Another attempt to steal a presidential election. Another attempt to set us up for another set of emergencies. You know, Biden's will look at another set of emergency declarations, and they really want them to be climate-related, because there will never be an end to a climate emergency declaration. They will go on forever. That's just the way it is. The corruption is the real reason behind this. The military-industrial complex in the U.S. wants war so that they can continue with their WEF, Global coup, and that's what's happening, folks. Question is, are we willing to risk a nuclear war to keep Joe Biden paid off? Support us at TomRens.com. Share the Tom Rens show. We'll be right back. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing
1: programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get
0: 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health. Naturally. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-term effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. Fortunately, Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the Wellness Company designed their spike support formula with the miracle enzyme natokinase, scientifically studied to dissolve spike protein so you can feel your very best. Go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought Okay, folks, welcome back. Uh, You know, short of World War III, I don't know that I could have had a segment that should have started before this one. This is huge, folks, huge. Not surprising, but huge. So what would you say if I told you I could prove to you that they knew that the the COVID pandemic was coming in 2019? How about if we had some actual proof? No, so we have all sorts of evidence, and uh, that includes... Things like, you know, the pandemic planning and all that stuff, the tabletop exercises, all these different things that were occurring, right? But how about their own words? How about this? Folks, in 2019, we have uh, an admission. You see this on my screen, for those of you watching, I'm gonna play this on the screen, you can watch the video. Uh, For those of you not watching, I want you to understand uh, what you're hearing. You're hearing a World Economic Forum conversation that occurred January 18th in Davos, right? This is the World Economic Forum. And uh, the guy, you're going to hear an interviewer, and she's going to be talking to the CEO of Moderna, right? So this is Moderna, uh, CEO, that's going to be talking here. And I want you to hear what they're saying. Ready? here we go this is this is monumental let's talk about vaccine development because we've heard how it happened obviously with covid 19 starting from 2022 and how extraordinary the process was also in terms of the speed how is development adoption and scaling of vaccine going on when it comes to different variants and sub variants because so understand they're asking about development of vaccines and manufacturing of vaccines you know we saw how extraordinary it was that we were able to put out all these vaccines right okay because remember we're to believe that there was no COVID vaccine until three days after donald trump said we need a vaccine here we go this is one of the big concerns as we as we're all here now and we're discussing we, we understand the context and this is a great deal sure uh, good morning and thank you now that's what you're hearing now this is the ceo of moderna
1: okay Thank you for having me on the panel. Um, So the great news versus 2020, where we are today, is we have manufacturing capacity. As Seth knows, when the pandemic happened, Moderna had made 100,000 doses in 2019 for the whole year.
0: Wait, I want to clarify what you just heard. Moderna had made 100,000 doses for the pandemic in the whole year of 2019. Why were they making vaccines for COVID in 2019? It didn't hit till 2020. How is it that they made 100,000 doses in 2019 for the whole year? He goes on.
1: And I remember walking after Davos into the office of my head of manufacturing, and I say, "How we make a billion doses next year?" And he looked at me a bit funny, say, "What?" Uh, I say, "Yeah, we need to make a billion doses next year. There's going to be a pandemic."
0: Okay, folks. The CEO of Moderna just said, he walked in there and said, we need to make a billion. It's hard to tell. Did he say a million dollars or a billion doses? Either way, he wanted to make some money. That's what this whole thing was for him. Uh, In 2019, they had made 100,000 doses. He goes and tells this guy in 2019, there's going to be a pandemic. Why did he know there was going to be a pandemic? How did he know? How did he know that vaccines were going to be the solution? Donald Trump was lied to. He was manipulated. They told him that Operation Warp Speed was going to save lives and that they could, you know, that they could do these vaccines and he could find a way. In 2019, this guy just admitted that they had 100,000 doses and that someone told him there was going to be a pandemic. And so they needed to scale. How did they know this? Folks, what just happened there? I want to go over this, right? So we have evidence going back uh, to yeah, early 20-teens that there was there were patents, there were this, trademarks, all sorts of things that were out there. All sorts of work that was being done on coronavirus and coronavirus vaccines and this, that, and other. You got Peter Hotez, you know, the liar crook that won't uh, debate Bobby Kennedy, you know, out there. He was tied in this, that, and other. Fast forward to 2015-ish, right? I got Dr. Andrew Huff that was working for Eco Health Alliance. Huff brings to my attention, hey, uh, you know, I worked for EcoHealth Alliance and they created SARS-CoV-2, you know, when I was working there in the Wuhan lab. They did it with cheese funding and DOD funding and all this different funding. Uh, I'll give you this under oath. And he did. Dr. Andrew Huff, who I would say is an American hero, uh gave me this testimony under oath despite mind-blowing levels of harassment. You think that the harassment on the witnesses for Hunter Biden's bad? You should see what this guy had to endure. I couldn't believe it. I'm going to tell you, Dr. Huff, when when Andrew came to me first, it took me several months before I fully believed how bad it was. This guy's harassment, what he endured, I mean, threats to his safety and his family like no one you can't even believe this would happen in America. But I'll tell you, I was actually at his home with him, and observed certain things happening. It was mind blowing, absolutely mind blowing. Uh, yeah, I went my saw myself firsthand, folks, because I didn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. How could this happen in America? But you know, Huff had the courage to come forward. He's a vet. The guy, the guy is an amazing guy. Uh, I'm I'm glad to call Andrew a friend. Yeah, I really am. But he comes forward, and we put this up. So we put all this together. Then we work. And my friend Pam Popper, Make Americans Free Again, and I worked together uh, with Andrew and a whole bunch of other people. We get all this stuff together. We put this wonderful report together on the creation of SARS-CoV-2 in the lab. Now, this took us quite a bit of effort, right, quite a bit of work. And we knew we were going to file a lawsuit. So we put all this work together, and we had documented and shown we knew what had happened. So we put this together and we send it to to a couple uh, Republican congressmen before the 2022 election and told them, hey, you know, we're going to, Epoch's Times has agreed to break this story. Uh, We're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. Uh, You know, we'd like to get some investigations underway. And do you know what happened, folks? You want to know what happened? I wasn't supposed to know this, but there was a secret meeting of Republicans in Washington and they decided to bury the story. Now, I don't know who else was involved. I mean, there may have been Democrats involved as well. I can't say, I don't know who else was involved. I just know that I heard from several reliable sources that there was a meeting before 2022 and they decided to kill the story till after the election. And so they did, and in fact, uh, Epoch Times was going to break this story for me on an international level, and they buried it. They actually, uh, they they reneged, frankly. Uh, one of the editors there, and I've got some great reporter friends there who are absolute heroes. One uh, well, of the editor said, no, we're not going to run this. We can't verify it. What do you mean you can't verify it? I had 160 plus citations, and I had a document that was given to me under oath by a scientist who's beyond credible. What do you mean you can't verify it? No, it got killed, right? And God bless Epoch's times. They do a great job. They put a lot of truth out. But in this instance, you know, not only were the Democrats trying to censor him, but so were the Republicans. Yeah, there's only so much a, a, a press can do, right? You know, if it's not a free press, it's not a free press. So this story got held till after the election. Then they decide to put this out in a very controlled way. And let me tell you what's going on right now. All these hearings... They're designed to do two things. We have all these hearings on the origins of SARS-CoV-2. We just today see uh, criminal charges against Anthony Fauci for perjury. Fauci's a scapegoat, folks. He's a scapegoat. He's not gonna get any real criminal anything. There's nothing occurring. Let me tell you what's really happening here. The Department of Defense has decided, Department of Defense is pulling strings in a lot of places with the CIA. They got stuff on everybody. They're controlling this, right? And they've been controlling the narrative because the CIA and the DOD were behind SARS-CoV-2. Without their funding and support, without them allowing us to transfer the technology to Wuhan, China, none of this happened. We transfer this technology to Wuhan, China that allows for the creation of SARS-CoV-2 and advances the Chinese bioweapons manufacturing technology by decades. China now knows how to make biological weapons like this. They know how to do it. They can do it any They don't like us, by the way, in case that's not clear, folks. They don't like freedom. So this all goes on. DOD CIA doesn't want credit for this. So they bury the story, and then they do everything they can to bury me. They've tried so hard to censor me, folks. They do not want you to hear the Tom Wren show, my rumble, any of, any of my stuff. I'm censored everywhere. Uh, so they try and like hell to bury and hide everything I do because what i do is i keep tying it back to the people who are responsible they want to shift blame and say okay it was fauci he's evil blah 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 let's put a fauci in jail but that's not the problem the next pandemic's already planned they're already working on it and it's going to be the same sort of thing it's going to actually be a you know our intel is suggesting there's going to be a series of uh terrible disease outbreaks coming in the few, next few years and we're going to need vaccines to cure all of them because otherwise we're all going to die but don't worry mrna is now safe and effective uh we worked out the bugs that came with operation warp speed which was all trump's fault and so now uh you know we can move on and just everybody take your vaccines that's the, that's the new narrative that's coming folks real simple right so i just explained what's going to happen in about a minute I hope i hope this gets clipped i hope uh, my buddy vigilant fox watches this one Anyways, uh, Republicans, Democrats, all bury this because they don't want responsibility or investigations into CIA, DIA, DOD. They do not want this. One of the biggest threats going forward is if Donald Trump were to get in and he were to bring General Mike Flynn back in. Flynn would know where to look. He could expose all of this and probably would. You know, Flynn's a good man. He's a he's a hero. This is a major threat and a major reason they got to make sure there's no Donald Trump presidency. That aside, make no mistake, let me play this for you again, folks. You ready? We're going to go right over here. I'm going to bring this up again. The speed. How is the development, adoption, How is and scaling of vaccine going on when it comes to different variants? subvariants? Because this is one of the context and this is a great...
1: Dill. Sure. Well, good morning, and thank you for having Here me. Here we go. Uh,
0: Moderna CEO. Uh,
1: so the great news versus 2020, where we are today, is we have manufacturing capacity. As Seth knows, when the pandemic happened, Moderna had made 100,000 doses in 2019 for the whole year. And I remember walking after that I was into the office of my head of manufacturing, and I say, "How we make a billion doses next year?" And he looked at me a bit funny, say, "What?" uh so yeah we need to make a billion doses next year there's going to be a pandemic
0: yeah and i think i think he said doses not dollars uh i could be wrong about that but uh make no mistake folks uh now here's what they're going to say they're going to say well we made a billion doses of whatever vaccines we were working on they weren't working on any the only thing they were working on was this And they were working on this. What did you make 100,000 doses of if it wasn't COVID? I'm sure they're going to lie and say it was something else. Okay? I'm sure they're going to try and say, well, no, we're just talking about scaling our manufacturing capacity. Sure you were, folks. Sure you were. Explain to me why then you said we're going to have a pandemic in 2020 right? Explain to me why he said that. If you're going to try and tell me, because they're going to fact check me on this. They're going to say, oh, that isn't what he meant. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. Then why did he say we're going to have a pandemic? What? He knew there was going to be a pandemic, but he didn't know what it was going to be. They weren't doing this. What? We should only believe that he lied half of the time. This is only a half lie, folks. The other part was true, right? And when he tells you that those vaccines were something else, well, they were something it was just, you know, he, he only lied about part of it. Folks, how much evidence do you need? How much do we need? And when is it that, that Jim Jordan and Rand Paul and all of our Republicans are going to actually, you know, call this out? When are we going to start talking about the vaccines? When are we going to start talking about the pandemic? When are we going to start going after the real stuff? I don't care if you indict Fauci. I don't care. It's not going to make any difference. Fauci doesn't work for the government anymore. They're making him a scapegoat. And mark my words, folks, Fauci knows where the bodies are buried. So mark my words, he's getting some sort of a sweet payoff gig, and there will be no real repercussions for Fauci. No real repercussions. Trust me, I know this. As Rush used to say, I know this like the back of my hand. Folks, this is is the most unbelievable cover-up ever. If we had any real press, any real media out there, this would be the headline everywhere. Daily Caller, Daily Wire, uh, all of these conservative outlets ought to be talking about this. Fox News, I thought you guys were right-leaning. Where are you? Oh, all these guys are, are avoiding this topic. I want to know why it is that we're hiding from this topic. Why is it? How much money and influence does pharma have? I'm hoping that some of our, our heroes on the right, the real heroes, you know, the Daily Caller, Daily Wire, some of these people are heroes. They've been fighting real hard. I hope they pick up on what's going on here. I hope that uh, Turning Point Point, some of these other guys really start looking at this COVID stuff, because the thing about this is, uh, how many, especially when you look at like some of the Turning Point guys, you know, Charlie Kirk, these guys do great, great work. I love these guys. Uh, but you talk about an issue for kids. Ronnie, anybody? I mean, well, how many kids are getting these jabs? They got to hit this hard. I hope they're hitting it hard. They need to hit it hard. I hope they continue pushing this out. Uh, we got to get this out to everybody and we got to work together. Right. The only people that I want that I have a little bit of a disgust with working on are our politicians. Like I love my daily signal, daily wire, daily caller, uh, you know, my turning points. These are heroes. I love these guys and we want to promote these guys. I hope they'll start speaking on it. And I'm, when I say this, I hope they understand. I'm reaching out to them uh, in support of their work. Uh, but we all need to be asking the Rand Pauls and the Jim Jordans and the conservative leaders when they're going to take steps on this not indicting Fauci. I just don't care. You know, Fauci's a crook. He belongs under Gitmo. But the people that were paying him off and controlling this are the ones that I want to get to because I want to stop the next one, right? Put Fauci in jail. Great. But that should be about a 30-second headline because the real money needs to be, you know, taken from the guys who are doing this, right? We need to be going after the guys who were behind this. We got to go after the DOD-CIA DIA, who are still funding and working in this, folks. They're still working on this in the CIA. They're still working on this in the DoD. The Ukraine strikes, all this stuff. You don't think that these guys will do pandemics? The military industrial complex is self-perpetuating, and it's corrupt at the at the core. We have got to get to what's going on here, folks. Uh, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that some of my friends. Uh, in the conservative world. Quit playing games on this and, and start speaking out. I'm talking about the politicians right now. There are some good politicians out there, but they've been so, so beat up on this. They've been threatened with everything. You, know, they think, you think election fraud's a tough topic. Try talking about this one. right? I don't know, folks. What I do know is that the Moderna CEO just said he knew there was going to be a pandemic in 2019. How did he know? How did he know? That's what you need to take away from it. That's why we need to share TomRenz.com. That's why people need to hear the Rens show, and I need you to help me get this out there. Uh, This is just monumental. Uh, It was planned. They knew it, and now they've admitted it. Kofix Rx Nasal Solution has completed the circle and is now offering throat spray with povidone iodine. That completes the protocol doctors like Peter McCullough recommend. If staying healthy is important, you'll want to make sure to add throat spray to your next order of Cofix Rx. For a limited time and exclusive for America Out Loud listeners only, you can save 25% off your entire order. Let's double down against colds, flu, strep, RSV, HRV, COVID and more. Click the banner or go to America Out Loud shop to get 25% off your entire order. Use coupon code OUTLOUD25. That's coupon code OUTLOUD25. Okay, welcome back, folks, and welcome to the Stacko stuff segment. And, boy, another barn burner, another barn burner. Uh, This is craziness. I'm jumping right in, and we're jumping in to the deep end, right? We're going to the Los Angeles Times, the L.A. Times, the left coast's uh, premier and eminent rag headline, Ready for this folks? Would an occasional blackout help solve climate change? Okay, I could almost stop there, but I won't. Uh, Let's start out with this, climate change. You notice it's climate change. You notice that uh, we have moved on. So I wanna go back, I'm old. Y'all remember the 90s, any of you? I know a lot of you don't but some of you might remember the 90s. Do you remember the ozone hole? Oh, my God, the world's going to end. There's a hole in our ozone. Everybody's going to have cancer and die. Oh, that was it, everywhere. We had to outlaw air conditioning coolants, and we had to stop this, and we had to stop that. Global warming. and uh, But global warming didn't even start there. There was no global warming. Did you know there was no global warming in the 90s? No, we had the ozone hole. By the way, now, before my time, I wasn't there for global cooling. Global cooling happened even before me. But I guess there was global cooling. I'm guessing it was a lot like every one of these. So remember, headline, would an occasional blackout help solve climate change? Okay, so we go from the ozone hole in the 90s to... Oh, my God, global warming. The earth is on fire. It's heating up. Inconvenient truth. Al Gore, remember Al Gore's Inconvenient Truth? I think he got like an Oscar or something for that crap. Uh, And and by the way, uh, Al Gore's Inconvenient Truth said that we were going to, the world ended already, and was it 2015, 2016? Uh, According to Al Gore, he had a very, very famous hockey stick graph. It showed the, the point of no return. And 2015, 2016, all the cities are going to be under the water. If you live in New York or L.A. right now, did you know you're swimming to work? And you probably wear scuba gear at your house uh, because you're all underwater. Al Gore's climate change uh, precursor, global warming, said so. By the way, you know Al Gore has made like a bazillion dollars off of climate change. It's a gr- very profitable fraud for him. So, anyways, yeah, we, so we, we go from uh, the hole in the ozone to uh, global warming. We had global warming for a long time. Uh, uh, King Charles, Prince Charles, at the time, and he is out there running around like a little weenie. Oh, the the world is getting hot. The world's getting hot. We've got to stop it. As he flew around on his private jet, telling us to, you know, get rid of carbon. Uh, you know, he's flying all over with you know entourages and bodyguards. And everywhere he goes, there's more hot air put out than every farting cow in America. Uh, yeah, it, but we have, uh, you know, global warming, global warming. well, global warming failed, um, and there was no global warming. In fact, we had some global cooling and some of this, that, and other. And yeah, basically, they were they were lying and wrong, and they knew it. And uh, but that got out. So since since that wasn't working, uh, they needed to shift. And since they couldn't show any real global warming, they went to uh, climate change. So thus the headline that we have here, would an occasional blackout help solve climate change? And climate change was a good spot to get to for the bad guys, for these idiots, right? Because how do you argue that the climate's changing? Of course the climate changes all the time. I mean, it goes up and down. You got solar flares, you got sun cycles, you've got all sorts of things on earth. I mean, there's a ton of, the climate's always changing. But, but now, by yeah, you know, it took them a couple decades uh, to figure out the right nomenclature. But they they settled on climate change. It's not global warming. It's not global cooling. It's not the hole in the ozone. We're now at climate change. And climate change is great because no matter what happens, it's climate change, right? Oh, there's a hurricane. Clearly, climate change. Oh, there's a tornado. Climate change. Wildfires. Climate change. Drought. Climate change. Rain. Climate change. Everything. Climate change poor Greta Thunberg, poor grumpy Greta. No wonder she's so grumpy. She's been manipulated from birth with a stupidity. So we have now gotten to the point where we've settled on climate change. And I don't anticipate this is going to change anytime soon, because uh, it, it's a good, it's good nomenclature, right? I mean, the climate does change all the time. It's hard to argue that that's the case. So they're going to settle on climate change, and grumpy Greta can run around protesting climate change. Uh, uh, Isn't it amazing that someone that dumb is a spokesperson for this? Oh, my God. Anyways, so the L.A. Times asks us with a straight face, would an occasional blackout help solve climate change? And this story opens with this. And I want you to hear what Sammy Roth, staff writer for the L.A. Times, says. Sammy Roth is officially an idiot okay i don't know sammy roth maybe sammy roth is a nice person maybe sammy roth is a wonderful person who we should all love as a friend but sammy roth is a moron because sammy roth opened this article which doesn't address the the ozone hole or uh, global warming it just addresses climate change with the following sentence what's more important Keeping the lights on 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, or solving the climate crisis. Um, I I think that's pretty easy. I want my lights on. There is no climate crisis. The only crisis I have with the climate is uh, the political climate, and that crisis is brought about by people as dumb as Sammy Roth, the staff writer for the LA Times, who wrote this story, right? that is in many ways a terrible question for a reason I'll discuss shortly. And this guy goes on and he goes on and on and on about the fact that people in California are grumpy because they keep turning their lights out because their solar power and all their EPA regulations have them losing power and having blackouts all the time. And this moron is trying to make the argument that, you know, we should really consider. Whether or not losing power would be okay, as long as it's going to prevent the end of the world with climate change. Except for there is no climate change that we have anything to do with. And if we do, it's minuscule. There's no good evidence that anything... You know what carbon dioxide does? It gives plants something to breathe. Plants breathe carbon dioxide. So the more carbon dioxide we have, the better the air is for plants. But somehow carbon dioxide is evil, according to these leftists. These people are morons. And, you know, I'm not going to spend a whole lot more time on this article, but I could go on on this for hours. This is ridiculous. You know, the the whole global warming conspiracy theory started out from farcical uh, science from the beginning. There's just never any real science. Do you know that for all that I've done over the years to show the fraud in COVID, I could show 50 times that in climate change. It is the most fraudulent area of science in history. Everything they do on climate change is fraud. I have articles going back well over a decade, things that I actually, probably two decades, stuff that I've written and done and worked on. It's absolute garbage, folks. Should we have blackouts to solve climate change? You go ahead. I have an idea. For all you leftists that believe this is a thing, uh, let's. I, I think you should all turn your air conditioners and lights off you guys do it. If you want to be part of the solution, you do it. Freedom means that you get to choose to be an idiot. And if you want to turn your lights and power off and sweat your rear end off in the summer or freeze your butt off in the winter, you go ahead. I'm going to continue enjoying modern living and not go back to the stone age like you idiots want to do. By the way, do you think Prince Charles is turning his lights off? You think Bill Gates is turning his lights off? You think all these self righteous, hypocritical big mouths that fly around in their private jets are going to be without power? Are they going to have blackouts? Of course not. Of course not. Think Gavin Newsom's experiencing the blackouts or Joe Biden? Hell no, they aren't. Just we the people. Just we the people. And this moron, Sam Roth, thinks that, uh, or Sammy Roth, thinks that this is some sort of a reasonable thing. This guy's an idiot. When Joe Biden, Barack Obama, Prince Charles, and all these commie climate morons want to, when they start dealing with blackouts, and after they set the example for a few years, I'll consider it. Until then, forget it. As soon as Bill Gates trades in his, uh, comm- his private jets for, for commercial, how about that? These guys can't even fly commercial, they, they need private jets. Why can't you fly a commercial? First class isn't good enough for you? I don't even care if you fly first class. Why don't you do that? Oh, that's not good enough for Bill Gates. That's not good enough for Al Gore, for Prince Charles, for all these guys. No, no, no. They need private jets, right? Private, because they're it's it's that big of an issue. So is ye, not me, right? Always. It's the way it works. All mm-hmm. right. Apoplectic Biden crime family panics. DOJ trying to arrest and silence Devon Archer before bombshell testimony. These guys are so corrupt, folks. You talk about a politicized DOJ. You talk about corruption. This is absolutely mind-blowing. Absolutely mind-blowing. You know, here's the thing. I've thought about suing over this politicized DOJ, And there's a couple theories that I think are relevant that you could possibly do it under, but the courts would throw it out because they don't want to get into what they would call a political question. The thing is, though, is this is objectively political. They're going to to try and arrest Yvonne Archer before he speaks. Uh, You talk about interference. I mean, this is absolutely ridiculous. I can't imagine that any judge is going to do this. But, uh, you know, we got a, a U.S. attorney from the DOJ legitimately asking uh, the, a judge to arrest this guy before he testifies so that they can shut him up. You talk about politicization. The DOJ is so corrupt, it's a joke. They have made a joke of our judicial system and of our, our, our entire justice system. It's ridiculous. It is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, the fact that, I don't even know what to say about this folks. This is, you know, it's not just Trump. It's everyone, anyone that tries to speak out. You think these guys wouldn't come after you? Try speaking out. Let me tell you about how I have to do things and all the other people who speak out. They'd trump up charges against any of us if they could. It's ridiculous. Okay, next headline. Okay, uh, headline. So do you guys know who Mastodon is? Mastodon? Uh, headline: Natural News Mastodon, a social media platform used by leftist media reporters, has serious pedophilia problem. So Mastodon is a—it's uh, basically where a lot of these leftist social media guys go. Go to the media guys. Go to uh, yeah, share info, share this, share that. You know, coordinate what they're going to do. Uh, the problem is, is that it's full of pedophiles. Uh, now. I can, this is a correlation versus causation, folks. Uh, a little science lingo for you. Uh, correlation does not prove causation, but correlation's an interesting thing to see. And it seems as though there is a strong correlation between pedophilia posts and high concentrations of leftist media people. I don't know. Go figure. I, I'll let you guys figure this out. Uh, but Basically, uh, they did some, did some study, did some work, saw that this Mastodon, where all the leftist media reporters go, uh, has a major pedophilia problem. And I'll let you ask yourself why and fill in some blanks there. Uh, I love natural news. <laughs> kind of just put it out there. All right. Um, headline, just the news. Federal judge blocks Mississippi law restricting ballot harvesting. Con- Congress introduces similar law. Okay, so this this law is actually a very sensible law, and uh, what it does is it says, listen, uh, you can't go out and harvest ballots, but it doesn't block someone from helping you vote, right? So it says that uh, caregivers and household members and and family members can can take your votes in. So if you're sick or you're an invalid and you want to vote you can still do it and your your you know member of your household or whoever can still take your vote in what this prevents is this prevents the democrats from having giant ballot harvesting schemes where they go out and harvest ballots all over the place and basically what they do is uh They take all these mail-in ballots and they they take all of the voter rolls and anybody who is probably not gonna vote, they just print out ballots for and they fraudulently vote. That's how this works, right, in practice. Uh, This would cause a lot of problem for that practice because if you did this, it'd be much harder to steal votes and it would close down a major fraud loophole, right? So one of the things I think is interesting looking back to the 2020 elections, I don't think that we can prove inherently at this point, uh, You know, we don't, we don't have the source code, we don't have the information on, on some of the machines and you know what they've changed. It looks like the machines were corrupt for sure to me, but I mean, I can't prove it. What we can prove though, is that the ballot harvesting was a major, major source of fraud, major. Uh, there's no question about that. I mean, the voter rolls, uh, the, the statistics, there's no question. And had the lawsuits in 2020 been filed properly, uh, we probably wouldn't be in the situation we're in now. But there are a lot of bad lawsuits filed. And, uh, you know, these are these are pretty serious things. And it's a serious situation. So, you know, when we look at that, we didn't have the information. But now we should have been looking at the ballot harvesting process and the fraud that was used in it. Right? That's really the key. And there's some different plans. It'll be interesting to see what... Uh, I'm not saying that there wasn't fraud in the machines. There very w- well may have been. I just don't think I can prove it. Um, we look at going forward what they're going to do. It'll be interesting to see. I know Lindell's got a big thing coming up, and I'm interested because Lindell is a very smart man. Uh, Mike Lindell is a very smart man. He's got – He's. I mean, this is just his wheel. This is what he does now. And he's got some stuff laid out. I don't know. He's going to be introducing his plan to deal with the election fraud. You know, Trump's, Trump's team – yeah, they're, they're kind of getting there. I think they're a little behind. Um, but you know, I, there's, it's going to be real interesting to see what we do here because we know where the problem was, you know, the harvesting, the drop boxes, all that, that was all used to facilitate the fraud. Uh, it's very hard to prove. It's very hard to catch. And it was a very large scale operation as Joe Biden admitted to. in one of his, uh, dementia ridden fits. Prior to the election, it would be the biggest uh, election fraud scheme in history. It certainly was. So, anyways, uh, but this is interesting. This law was, yeah. You know, this judge said this law is not not okay, and we'll see what happens. It's going to be appealed, and we'll see where it goes. But they do need to limit some of this harvesting and potential for fraud. Uh, last but not least, I just want to get this in there. Uh, Trump says Marlogo security tapes not deleted, accuses DOJ of prosecutorial fiction. Um, Jack Smith belongs to my mind in jail. I believe Jack Smith is a crook and a piece of garbage. I think this guy is an absolute fraud. I think he, he is just the worst kind of uh, attorney on the planet. He makes the worst ambulance chaser you can find look good. Uh, he's just garbage. He's just garbage and and uh, you know I'd be interested to see where both where this comes out but but it, it ain't good folks. All right, share the Tom Rens Show. Share us at TomRens.com. Thank you for listening. See you soon.